Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Laurianne Green, president of Hair Loss Heroines, the seven-step course and coaching programs and that help women with hair loss to feel empowered and regain their confidence and their self-esteem. Fantastic. Laurianne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and, you know, who is it that you love to work with? Well, I have a very specific audience and uh, it's women with hair loss. Uh, it sounds like a very niche kind of uh, audience, but in fact, uh, 50% of women will lose their hair at some time in their lives. So uh, since women are 50% of the population, uh, you can just imagine the uh, the numbers. I mean, it's in the millions mm. who are, uh, or even maybe the tens of millions who are dealing with this uh, at one point or another. And for some, it um, it it comes and it happens, and then uh, it goes away, and uh, they get their hair back. But for a lot of us. Um, uh, We either keep losing hair or it's just something we're constantly struggling with. So, um, uh, and since I am a woman who has been dealing with hair loss for 40 years, I lost half my hair when I was 20. So it's been my entire adult life that I've been dealing with this, Mm. um, that um, uh, it seemed uh, natural to me. Uh, I wanted to get into the coaching space. And it came to me very quickly who I wanted to work with and, and who I felt that I was, uh, I could offer expertise to. Fantastic. Um, so your, your clients, when, when they first come to you, what do you find that like time and time again, you have to help them to work through initially so that they can really you know, move forward? I think the women who are willing to come to me um, are already um, ready to face what's going on. I think there are a lot of women who I might never work with who are so overwhelmed or so embarrassed, uh, mm. so ashamed of their hair loss that they can't even reach out to um, to get help for it. Um, so I think when they come to me, they are already, um, they may be somewhat uncomfortable, 
but uh, they're uh, realizing that they uh, they need help. Uh, they need coaching with it. Uh, they're still feeling bad about it, but they're not feeling like it's, you know, overwhelming and, and ruining their lives. I think those yeah. those women kind of stay in the shadows, unfortunately. Um, but uh, um, but they're usually still dealing with uh, the emotional. I, I, I hate to use the word fallout, but because uh, um, I don't mean it as a pun. Um, but there is a lot of emotional uh, fallout and a lot of emotional reaction mm. to uh, when you realize that you're losing your hair. And, uh, and that's always where we start. We start with uh, the emotional aspect of it, with uh, their bravery in being willing to face this and being willing to be coached on it and um, to have to, to move forward and take action. Um, go ahead. Well, yeah, talk me through what, what does this, these many conditions, I've done a big umbrella here, but what is actually, how does this hold the women that you work with back? What's happening before they come to you? How is this showing up in, in all areas of their life? It's either that um, it's just starting to happen. Uh, so they're losing their hair and they don't understand why. And they've usually tried um, some of the products, uh, the many products that are on the market that mm. say that they will give you your hair back, you know, all kinds of shampoos and serums and uh, lots of natural treatments, uh, like, you know, oils with rosemary, or you're supposed to use caffeine, something that's infused with caffeine. Um, there's a, a lot of stuff out there on the market. And they've usually tried some of these things and mm. realized that really, uh, it, it doesn't work. Um, so, or that um, they've had hair loss but uh, now it's getting worse and um, they, uh, they are not necessarily um, in treatment for it. Uh, they've kind of just lived with it, but now it's getting worse and it's, it's beginning to really be a problem for them. Okay. But, and, and the emotional side of it, what, what is the knock-on effect to this? Because once you start to realize or really see it, that's just one aspect of it. It's how it shows up with what you're willing to do, maybe being seen, maybe doing things that puts you in an uncomfortable position. This must have a much a controlling aspect on so many areas. So can you talk to what, what that looks like? Because that's the real impact. Yeah, they, they, um, people tend to turn inward um, because of the shame that's associated with it, unfortunately, for women. Uh, it's still very much not accepted by uh, society. Uh, I think that's true in even in, in other cultures. It isn't just an American phenomenon. Um, and uh, it affects pretty much uh, every aspect of their lives. Um, they start going out less uh, if they are uh, uh, single, they feel like they can't go out on dates anymore. Uh, if they are working, they feel um, 
you know, like walking into the office every day becomes difficult. Um, it, it's uh, it can be very deeply troubling uh, to the point where uh, sometimes, you know, my suggestion, it affects their their self-esteem and their um, uh, sense of self. Uh, it's like s something has been lost and Ooh. and they feel they f they feel this loss and they don't know what to do with it. And yeah. it, it and and it, ma it makes them feel no longer like themselves. So uh, sometimes it's bad enough that uh, I suggest seeing a counselor about it because I I am a coach. I am not a doctor and mm -hmm. I'm not a therapist. And I'm very clear about that. Um, I'm somebody who's been through it and done a lot of research and can offer them um, a lot of um, uh, sort of a roadmap uh, and help them deal with these feelings because I've had them myself. But I can't, you know, if, if it's really seriously bringing up uh, other issues for them or they're, they've gotten clinically depressed about it, they need to seek professional help. Absolutely. But it, it really affects every aspect. They worry if they're married, uh, will my husband still love me, uh, even if I have really thin hair or I'm balding or, uh, you know, if, uh, is he going to be ashamed of me if we're out in public together? What about meeting new people? You know, that, that's the first thing they're going to see. And what are they going to think of me? Yeah. So it affects everything. So the, the, the identity, this is what it's truly all about. It's, it's our own perception of our, our identity, which, yes. of course, our identity does shift. I mean, your identity from, from you know, being a business owner, as a serial entrepreneur, your identity has <laughs> is, is changed as you've grown from different business to different business. And this is a, another step for you. But your yes. clients, how you help them to, is it, is it holding space for, acknowledging it having that awareness and leaning in and being like how do you how do you create this your new identity how do you be comfortable and love yourself through this process whatever the end result might be is that such a huge part of the work that you do with your ladies that is the uh the the first part of what we do um, and it's probably the most important part because if they can't get past uh, what they feel is expected of them as yeah. women and uh, the the feelings of loss and loss of self uh, yeah. and uh, and and whatever else is coming up for them as as far as uh, their feelings go. If they can't get past that, they're not going to be able to take action. And so um, we we start out. Uh, first of all, I, you know, I let them know that I get it. You know, I've, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm you in a way. I'm just an probably older and, um, and I've been dealing with this for, you know, a, a very, very long time. I mean, 40 years is a very long time. Uh, and I have, you know, more um, information uh, since I've done the research, but I really get it. And so they can uh, start, uh, the first thing is they 
can start uh, relating to me and feel comfortable enough with me that they can let these feelings out. So, uh, you know, we, we go through, um, you know, what, what are you feeling about this? Um, how is this affecting your life? Uh, and then I talk about um, some of the reasons that we feel this way. And it's, you know, all of the hair shampoo uh, commercials with these women with incredibly gorgeous hair, uh, you know, that we see constantly and, you know, actresses and singers. That, and, that battling of, of society and everything that's been thrown at us, it's, that it's actually... It's, so controlling to 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 everyone no matter what you're you're going through so what would yes. you what would you say is maybe just one nugget of advice one principle one reframe that you can give to someone who is this is me i'm i'm struggling with this but i don't have a the first stepping stone what would you say that can start to help this particular shift especially with identity i have a kind of a catchphrase, if you will, um, excuse me, um, that, um, that I use in my business. Um, and it's that uh, you are so much more than your hair. Because uh, when your hair is falling out, that's all you can think about. Uh, as though you are, everything you are is in your hair. Mm. Um, and they're, they're so fixated on it that um, they can't think of anything but that. My hair is falling out. Oh, my God. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, my life is ruined. You know, uh, and everything becomes about the hair. So I try to uh, I tell them, you are not your hair. You are everything that um, that makes up the person that you are. You are, you know, the loving wife and mother. You are the professional businesswoman. You are also all the other parts of your body, you know, and especially you are the light that shines from you when you smile. It's, you know, your, your inner beauty. It, mm. it really isn't that when there's one thing about you, it, really nobody else is fixating on it the way you are. Oh, let's, um, let's, let's go broad with this right now because, oh my gosh, hair loss, the, the business owners, relationships, there's, we are, as humans, oh my gosh, we're, we're idiots. We focus on the wrong things all the it's time. It's true. It's but true. But it's easy to focus on the negatives. You can be an amazing business owner, but maybe you struggle to be seen. Maybe it's you need to do some posts or write from your heart in your emails, whatever it might be. But you might be so amazing at the work that you do, the results that you're getting. However, the inability to do this, and that's all we focus on. And yes. I was the same, justifying it with, but if I improve this one aspect, whatever it might be, then I'll get better. So it was almost like a badge of honor rather than, and once I understood, oh, all my focus is going towards the negative. Why yes. am I feeling so bad? Rather than focusing on, as you said, 
the beautiful the, aspect the entirety the entirety absolutely yes so. and i was actually uh, when you said negative uh i was thinking back to uh when i had my other businesses and you know i was the the president of the company and uh my my businesses were uh on the whole very successful mm. um so i had a lot of things to be proud about and to feel good about but i would um get caught up for example in that uh accounting is not my thing numbers it's just in my whole life it's never been my thing i'm an ideas person not uh -huh. a numbers person and so the fact that I struggled with the accounting part of the business, I also, I never went to business school. So uh, I became an entrepreneur sort of by the seat of my pants, uh, <laughs> by, by instinct. And of course, using, you know, I had been uh, working for, for corporations yeah. in middle, pretty much middle management. But um, so, you know, I had something to go on. But the fact that I couldn't, um, I just couldn't really wrap my head around accounting. And it was an ongoing thing for me. Uh, I think even to this day, after having three businesses, I'm still not good with accounting. It still doesn't totally make sense to me. And that's what I would focus on, yeah. is that I, you know, it's such an important thing. I should be doing, you know, cash flow projections. And I just have such a big problem with that. And I would fixate on this one thing that I had trouble with. And of course, as business people, you can't be good at everything. There's always at least one thing that, yeah. that you're a little bit less good at. But it's um, how we, as business owners, these things can, oh, they can, there's a snowball effect because what we focus on, this becomes bigger. This yes. becomes, we, we, we attract this is, this in. Uh -huh. So if we're focusing on, you know, a mistake that we keep on making or something that we're not good at or a result that we don't want that we keep getting, focusing on that is only going to, and it's, there's a lot of woo in this, and there's a lot of science to it as well, that we're going to continue to to build and, and bring that in, even though we say we don't want it. So, yeah. oh my gosh, that, that, that's a huge topic there. But with this, this focus, now, now your focus has changed because your businesses, they've been different, but now, yes. oh my gosh, you get to do your passion project. This is, you, we talk, you know, Unforget Yourself is catering my life work. It's everything put into one, one aspect, one program, one coaching methodology, which propels people forward. Now you have found your passion projects, which means, and we were joking about this offline before the, before the show, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, it's amazing. It means that you can talk from your heart with experience. However, it can be kind of triggering because you are not only have been through this, but you're still going through different elements of this. So can you speak to, to that for everyone out there who has found their passion? Maybe it's by, I don't want anyone else to feel what I felt or what I'm going through, but you have to have that gentle dance of taking care of yourself or realizing what you can do because it's, it's still real for you. And you're, you're still a human being with emotions and, and neurochemicals, right? Absolutely. And often when you find your passion, it's often because it's something that's very 
deep. It's something that you have a lot of feelings about. Uh Um, And that's why you're passionate about it. But yes, the the double-edged sword. The the other part is that I do at times find it triggering. Um, Even when I'm just doing research about it, I can find it triggering. Um, Because uh, just like uh, for, I would say, 99% of women who lose their hair, I was devastated by it. Uh, of course, I was, uh, you know, barely an adult. I was 20 years old. I didn't mm. want to go out of the house. I mean, I thought my life is over. There's, uh, you know, nothing left. I, who's who's going to want me? Who's going to look at me? I'm going to get ridiculed. I mean, every possible negative outcome. Uh, and, uh, you know, I still remember. Uh, I can even see it in my mind. Uh, the first day that I allowed my boyfriend to see me um, when the hair loss had gotten bad enough that it was noticeable. And uh, I was terrified. Um, thank God that, you know, he reassured me and, and uh, you know, for him, it wasn't that big a deal. But uh, even uh, even with that uh, uh, affirmation from him, I I couldn't get past how much it was a big deal to me. So, um, and then, you know, over the 40 years, um, there was the whole process of uh, going to different doctors and they didn't know how to treat it. And that was very frustrating and finally found uh, a doctor who could give me a diagnosis. Um, And unfortunately, in my case, it's uh, an autoimmune disease um, that's rather rare. Um, but only affects the scalp. Now, I am thankful that because there are autoimmune diseases that affect the body in a more systemic way, and those are, of course, much more serious diseases. My uh, autoimmune diseases, it's uh, sort of loosely related to lupus, um, but it only affects the scalp. Uh, in my case, uh, there are women where it affects other parts of their body, but in my case, it has been only my scalp. So then there was the, you know, starting the treatments and, you know, starting medications. And then so I when, had when to, you're, when you're going you know, through with, with your clients and your students and maybe tweaking and changing from new, new research and, and what the literature says is a, a, to, you know, to work through this, this, this impacts you personally as you try and help other people all these sort of flashbacks and and feelings so what is it like for you to sort of have that dance between um feeling this and still being present for for the amazing women that come through through your programs you know it's a little bit like the practice of mindfulness uh, which, you know, some people call meditation. Um, I think the difference between mindfulness and meditation is that meditation has the Eastern religion aspect uh, to it or connotation to it. Whereas mindfulness is, um, uh, it's pretty much the same practice. Uh, it's, you know, being present, concentrating on your breath. Um, so, um the um, the we actually use I I use mindfulness in the uh, program. 
because I think you have to be fully present uh, before you can even start talking about these things. So um, I am, uh, as with in mindfulness, they tell you that, you know, thoughts are going to come through, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to get distracted, there'll be a big noise, and you'll get distracted for a moment, but just notice it and let it go. So um, I try to, um, to do that. I notice that I'm being triggered. I notice that some feelings are coming up for me. And I try to let them, uh, after I've noticed them, I try to just let them pass. Like, uh, don't want to get too woo, but- uh, no, Go, go like, full woo. We love this stuff. Yes, okay, do it. Full, do it. full on woo. Um, like a leaf that uh, you see the leaf and then it goes down the stream until mm. you don't see it anymore. Yes. So um, I have to acknowledge- that I'm being triggered. Um, I can't not, I think that by trying to push it away, it mm. would stay more present. But by noticing it and letting it pass through, then I can stay present for the other people. And I have to always remind myself, this isn't about me. You yeah. know, these people are paying me money. They've come to me because they need help. And they're, you know, they need me to provide that help. So um, even though some of my own feelings can come up, it isn't about me. It has to be about them. And I feel, I feel ethically that um, I, I have to always um, be aware of that and um, uh, never allow myself to, to get into my own feelings. I can do that on my own time. Mm. Um, this is their time. So yeah. it's got to be I about that. Sharing from that place is, can be so powerful. It shows that full connection. Um, and it's, it's an important place. So, so it's, yeah, finding that, that balance is, is so important. Do you, do you find that there's a little bit more pressure with this business because it's so, personal to you and the impact that you know you're going to have is going to be huge life-changing the direct to your your clients but also the indirect to all the people that's going to be touched by by them so is do you yes. feel a bit more pressure uh yes i i would say so and you're right that it's not only about them it will as they change i hope and grow uh it should have an effect on their families their friends their work um mm -hmm. it should all of those things should start being easier for them so there is an, a, a sort of a ripple effect um and uh yes i certainly feel um i feel pressure with that but i i think uh i have felt pressure with uh with all all of my businesses, first yeah. of all, I'm a perfectionist, uh, and second of all, um, my last business was uh, I'm a certified sommelier, and I lived in France for a long time, and I was uh, running uh, educational wine tours for wine professionals, and um, I my attitude, and I think part of my success was that um, 
I treated the people who came on those tours, because I was usually long on the tours, um, I felt they were my personal guests. And I wanted them to feel welcomed and that, you know, I, I wanted them to have the most amazing time possible. I would go out of my way to do extra little things, you know, like buying the local uh, kind of uh, cake um, just so they would, you know, I could be sure that they would have the experience of tasting that local little cake. Mm -hmm. So I'd run to the store right after lunch and then get on the bus and hand it out to everybody so that, you know, they would, they'd have that experience of uh, that local cake. So, um, so I felt, um, I mean, I felt a pressure, but it's also a pleasure um, to, to feel that you're really providing, um, you know, you're going to be above and beyond, um, in the service you're providing because, you know, the hospitality is a service industry. And of course, coaching is, uh, uh, I mean, what we're providing is not, it's not really a service, um, but in a way it is, in a way it is. I mean, Coaching is coaching. It's different. I'm not. I'm not providing a product, but um, but I'm still. You know, I I want to make sure that I'm going above and beyond and doing my absolute best. And uh, and that always feels somewhere in my psyche like a pressure, but yeah. it. But it's a pleasure at the same time. The pressure and the pleasure. Love that. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, Lorianne, thank you so much for, for being with us today, for sharing not only what you do and how you help your women, but behind the scenes, what it's like for you as you as you grow your, your passion project. It's fascinating. Thank you so much. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. Um, I, uh, I hope that I can uh, continue to uh, to help women. Um, I have uh, even a, a little free gift. If uh, people go to uh, hairlossheroines.com, because I feel like uh, women who get through this program are heroines, uh, because it's tough. So at hairlossheroines.com, uh, if you opt into our mailing list, you'll get a free download that I think you'll find uh, helpful. Awesome. Well, everyone, go check that out. Um, and yeah, Lauren, thank you again. It's been, it's it's been, been my fun. pleasure. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye